0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: What well, yeah. we just watched shouldn't exist in the world. Yeah, just like that. Honest, like Honestly, I enjoyed
0: it. It was a <laughs>
1: groundbreaking challenge. Kind of man,
0: Mumbo number five. Jump up and down and move it all around. Put your hands to the sky. Put your hands on the ground. Take one step left and one step right one One to the the front and one one to the side. Clap your your hands once and clap clap your your hands hands twice and if it looks like this then you're doing doing it right. Yeah (laughs) the trumpet, the trumpet (laughs) and then it's
1: all about that trumpet. Welcome along to the worst idea of all time running through season two of And Just Like That. We've just watched episode seven and we're joined today by a very special guest
0: (laughs) in the form of Chris Parker. It's a dream to be here. Is it? Yeah I was just sitting in the chair to thinking it doesn't get better than this (laughs) because this is all you this is all a little gay boy like me wanted was like to be able to live in a world where we could watch (laughs) just like that with my two best straight (laughs) friends (laughs) this is allyship of the highest order well this is a safe place it is a very safe place
1: what did it feel like when um because i you accused us of carry slander multiple (laughs) times while we were watching the episode what does that feel like where's that on the scale of allyship
0: Well, I think, I mean, it's all up for debate, isn't it? I mean, this is sport now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We are watching it like fans of sport and we have the people that we are rooting for and I am just have always been Team Carrie even though I can agree she is just the most toxic person on the place of the earth. I just, I will never not be sort of cast under the Sarah Jessica Parker spell. I Mm. love this
2: analogy so much. It's, it's, it's sort of out of your control. Like, your dad was a carry supporter, so you have to be a carry supporter. You've backed her for the longest uh, time. And you know when your
0: team does you wrong, you're like, oh, no. But you've seen
2: her do it all as well. Like, you've seen her go through the ups and yeah, the downs, I've, and you've I've, been I've, there the I've, whole time. I've seen everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's scrubbing the cover it up, but I've seen it all. <laughs> but I just ask you this out of all the actors in the cast, who is delivering the performance that makes you fall in love with this show time and time again? That's a great question, one that I don't think we've confronted. Um,
1: honestly, I mean, Sturgis Kapaka does embody Carrie for all of her foibles, Thank you. so
2: convincingly. Yeah, you're the right. continuity from Sex in the City right up into this, but flawless. I think it's because it is. It, it, it's hard to tell where Sarah Jessica Parker ends and Carrie Bradshaw begins. And she has been playing this person for so long now that, and, and had such a big creative role on the show as well. She's been an EP for so long that she's been able to influence what Carrie's trajectory is. The DNA has melded like that, you know, she's in separate, like to, to us,
1: especially to people who are, um, I don't know. Not, I'm not a Sarah Jessica Parker stan. I only really know her through this. It is like it, the the fibres are totally
0: interwoven. It's I can't separate the two. It's New York. You know, when she's in New York, she is Carrie. Yeah. I think when she's out, when she's in LA. Well, you're we gonna... we can actually test that when she's in
2: Abu Dhabi. Unfortunately, she is still Carrie. <laughs> yeah. And, and but she's ca-
0: not Sarah Jessica Parker. Weirdly, <laughs> yes. Carrie yeah. right. feels off. Yes. You're
2: yeah. Right. <laughs> so
1: you've obviously watched some, if not all, of the TV show. Yeah. Non-canon Sex in the City.
0: Yeah. You've seen <laughs> according to Guy both the films. Both the films.
1: How much in Just Like That had you seen before today? I've
0: watched all of season one. Mm-hmm. I've watched one, I've watched the first episode of this season. Yeah. And then I watched half an episode in London with Alice Nedon. and I was like, this is great. And then I had to go and I was late for somewhere and I was furious. Well, now I you, feel
2: bad because we all just watched episode six together. It, Seven. It, you Seven. You know,
0: and you know what? It just doesn't matter, does yeah. it? Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's what I, that is my suspicion is like, you could, you, you plug in, you plug out. It's
0: the power of storytelling. <laughs> Um, it's the power of this universe. It's the power of these characters. You can just you can fall in and immediately have all the evidence you need because you I, know them like your favorite I, sports team.
1: I have to know a little bit about watching it with Alice Sneddon. It sounds like fun, and it sounds like you were frustrated that not only did you not get to finish the, you, you didn't get it either way. You she know, was hung over on a couch instead of having it both ways. Yeah, you missed the end of the episode, and you were late to your engagement. Yeah,
0: um, I was so tempted to. Like cancel where we were going so that we could finish the episode, but yeah. it was really important to commit to the plans to that sh- we I had mean, made. But I
1: think she would be one of the people who would really highlight the idea of watching it like sports. She'd be yelling at the characters. I'm imagining
0: uh, there was lots of sighing because she was <laughs> hungover. It. So, <sighs> like a lot of that, like so fed up with it, but still persisting. Like we persist, we persist, <laughs> we persist with the series, and <laughs> and we don't know why, but it casts a spell on us this because is, we root for it.
1: This is what yeah. people say:
0: is that it has this weird hypnotic sort of hold over
1: um, over all of us. Mm. So what Tim and I have found as we've traipsed through season two is the show has sort of gone from being uh, an enjoyable disaster to occasionally being like a serviceable TV mm. show to meeting its goal, like its KPIs as a as a like entertainment program. How did you find? watching this, the seventh episode after sort of dipping in and out through season two, how do you find
0: the quality of the show? How do you find the storytelling? Yeah, I think I have my, my big clue on this and what is the success of season two is the first season was all tied into the legacy of Sex in the City. They were like constantly explaining themselves, giving us Easter eggs and kind of just like commenting on the like, Epicness of what was Sex in the City it was like And we Every episode was like And we're back <laughs> And we're And she's some back effect. And New yeah. York is back And yeah. then like We What we want from the show Is just Trivial Stupid Nonsense Because yeah. that's what the show was And yes. then a bit of heart And like Sort of toxic friendships And so for the show to kind of get through all its legacy jerk-off and to finally be in a place where it's like, and Charlotte ate a weed brownie. And like, and then that's just where the show really wins for me yes. so well, like, so it's
1: fair, it's not honouring what the original show which was. is it feels ironic like it's found
0: it within itself they're yeah. trying to honour
2: it by doing all of this fan service in the first season but it's like no 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 stop imbuing it with all of this because this isn't what we loved about the TV series and now season two is okay now it's a, now it's its own thing I mean, it's the, telling its own stories this was especially a light sort
1: of fun episode we open with the idea of Aiden being you know really hammered home there's an email from Aiden so that's set up yes and then basically through the first and second act of this episode it's all b-plot no one's given anything really meaty or juicy to do it's just a bunch of
2: inconsequential (laughs) Chris it just purely out of interest would you be able to attempt to um tell us all the things that are happening in this episode what is what's going on an episode it is just
0: chocker block you know because you're right we kick off with this email from Aiden which initially I was just like god there's a class act you know for an ex <laughs> email, to email you not a DM not a text a fucking email it's like a handwritten letter in this day and age like it is sealed wax sealed like it is just beautiful <laughs> like I got goosebumps with the idea and it's like all I want is a personal email From someone You know Isn't that just beautiful Yeah Yeah. And so we're in such a good place And we are also just like Seeing Carrie in her bedroom And it's just Like we're home And then we, Where are we at Well Miranda I've learnt Because I'm watching this out of order Is not with Shay Which is shocking Mm. um, But also not surprising And so Miranda is she doesn't know if she's lesbian or not. And we're like Cynthia Nixon, we know you know you know you're a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Um and they're just teasing us, aren't they? And so she's kind of it's Valentine's Day and that is the core of this whole episode. Soon to be Valentine It's soon to be Valentine's Day. Yeah. And we know that Sex in the City do Valentine's Day well. Uh, don't we, boys? <laughs> <laughs> it's their Christmas. We actually do. You know, we remember Carrie and Miranda at that um, restaurant with those strings. Oh, my God, we do. Yeah. And that's some of the best film moments of my life. <laughs> you know, it's just goosebumps, tears. Uh, where's Charlotte at? Well, she's got a. Can I just remember who was struggling in that? In the movie when they're out For the Valentine's meal They'd together both They're both struggling I guess They're yeah. both struggling um, Miranda's on the rocks with Steve Who is not in this episode And that's it? just heartbreaking Isn't it He's, he's popping up Is he Yeah the, um, Along the show Scant But he was in the last one He's just getting his body into shape eh? He is fit as a fiddle. <laughs> <think it's> <laughs> so Okay um, Charlotte has a uh, Charlotte's Teenage Non-binary child Is a model Rock, rock, rock yeah. And I mean, that's just—it's funny that, um, if like all the non-binary characters in this show have to be these like, f- sort of success entertainers, yes. the models or like famous comedians. <laughs> but I like what they did with Rock, because it was it was put upon Rock, Rock and then they were like, "I don't want to do
1: this." Nah, the not act, for me. The actor playing Rock has been hitting out of the park since this series began. Yeah, I agree. Rock is
0: a fun character, and what I love is. You know, what's underneath this is clearly Charlotte's like, I don't know who I am in all of this. Yes. And that was just so beautiful. And and the glimmer that she's going to go back to the gallery yeah. at the end of the episode, I I screamed like sport. Um, because for me, that's when Charlotte was in her prime. Well, they they did tease that out
1: in an episode you would have missed. She met an art dealer at a dinner. Yeah. And sort of you could see it being rekindled. But what this show does, episode to episode, is it throws something up. And you think, oh, they're going to catch that. And then it skips over two episodes. And you're like, did they forget they threw that up? And yeah. then all of a sudden it comes, but you see them catch it two episodes later. And you're like, oh, no.
0: Oh, you didn't forget that. <laughs> you didn't that forget you that had at all. That. You just threw it
1: up really high. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, what I love about Charlotte was like Charlotte season one of Sex in the City. She, I mean, she was in that gallery. She was in her prime. She was having this relationship with a female artist in the gallery. She was, the, she was a Charlotte we barely recognize today. Is Charlotte by? Bi- she well she wasn't season. Well she was just she was, it was the nineties in New York. <laughs> and anything goes. Like, she was in, she in the art just, world. She was in the art world. She was amazing and like just a f- totally real character. And then I don't know what happened, but she turned into such a psycho. Yeah. And like Like a caricature But you know I'm watching that scene Quite early in the episode Where they're sitting At um, breakfast And they're talking about Valentine's Day And all their plans And they're sitting on Just the most frustratingly Cushioned seats Like (laughs) There's not a single Uncushioned (laughs) seat In this series And that for me Is The core class issue Of this show Is they None of them are sitting On just hard wood anymore Yeah Every <laughs>
2: scene, every shot, every frame, it's like ugh. every
0: chair it's, is over. It's
2: honestly, it's
1: remarkable and observable when Carrie goes to accidentally the wrong restaurant when mm. she's on a date with Aiden. It's remarkable because it's like it's just a regular place. It's a normal restaurant. And in the world of the show, it's like, oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've dropped into reality
0: hard. <laughs> yeah. Or when Miranda enters the apartment of her. Um, Trist, Trist yeah, this, Participant, we, Trist can participant. Talk, we can explore the pace Of that kind of yeah. Encounter But The apartment is like Oh my god She's living in squalor She's that <laughs> yeah. You know She's in this Terrible shoddy New York apartment But th- that is the apartment That we recognise And love From Sex in the City and Yeah it's absolutely like, I don't know what's happened But they've just like Over the years From You know The Sex and the City universe Into the And just like that universe Just Every chair got covered In fabric and, cushion. And, and every
2: man. apartment got expanded beyond belief. And the square footage. I tell you, oh, you it's what, fucking ass. They're fighting for the working class through the beds. While the
1: apartments <laughs> yes, get bigger, the true. beds get smaller. <laughs> the beds are getting smaller. Almost, get to, almost to make the apartments look it's
2: bigger. It's an absurd <laughs> thing. Miranda. To be fair, Miranda's in a sleeping in a music studio, but she's in a she's, children's bed. It that, looks to me.
1: that makes sense because that's a trans, She's in a transient state. Okay, sure. We see, we see Harry napping in this, and Harry and Charlotte's.
2: can barely hold Harry napping alone. It's a small but they ass all bed. All have ottomans. It's yeah. just unbelievable what's going on. Ditch the ottoman, and with the change, upgrade. Get, do
0: yourself a favor, get a king. It was just that absurd shot of Carrie just lying, leaning against a wall with her art that was um, lit, and she yeah. sort of turns it on oh, yes, and, then, yeah, yeah. and I don't know what happened, but they just—I think they just loved the shot. And yeah. just they up.
1: just loved the shot. And I think—I think—I feel a double like double bed. I feel like Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> liked the idea of in an apartment having like a... A, a gallery lamp, style. A gallery lamp above the painting. Yeah. <laughs> it is like at the, the, you said at the start, the visual language changes from episode to episode. Yeah, uh, because... They, they're just putting in shit
2: that they lo- think looks good every now and but, then. But but that's more about how they're shooting it because at the start of this episode, they're doing um, some sort of dialogue scenes when they're all at the table Which they do very often But in this time It's almost like they're Directing down the barrel Of the camera Mm. For for their lines And and we haven't We haven't seen that before (laughs) They keep just throwing Like the last episode Oh no, the one before, episode four, I think. It was very obvious that they had bought or rented a new dolly and they had all these bizarre <laughs> moving shots yeah. that had never been seen before it's, or since. It's almost they're like embracing the
1: streaming. You know how shows now will be like this episode's twenty minutes and this episode's an hour. Yeah. All of these episodes are running at forty five, but instead We way, got a steady cam. Yeah, this one's the in three D. taken the off road they're like GoPros, oh, there only needs go-pros. To be no through line in how we film Anyway, this. sorry. It's, it's We're inside almost of
0: your seems plot futile to sort of go through the plot of the whole episode yeah, because it's truly so, like it is so much I was Whoa. just thinking then about for me where there's two points I think where this episode really thrives yeah and that's in the final moments of this um of this episode when Carrie and Aiden go on their date and then we're outside her apartment and he's standing on the road and the the dialogue about the apartment and their relationship and how things have changed but and it's, is that heading
1: hard for you it's
0: hitting it's so overridden the metaphor yeah. is so thick and, and yet also so thin. I was there for that. But I was into it. It just feels like classic Sex in the City. And then also um, Anthony. The Hot Fellas subplot. <laughs> the hot Fellas. We have to get to it because that, so they good. have a lot
1: of – We've also got a Herbert and Lisa Todd Wexley subplot that goes through it. Uh Miranda's boring. Miranda's got a subplot. Everyone's sort Charlotte of, and Harry have yeah. got their subplot. Carries is with Aiden and there's nothing happening. The most exciting thing, because this is again, they're just throwing a lot of stuff up. The one that really lands is something that they haven't referenced the entire second season is Anthony started Hot Fellas Bakery. And it's hot guys. In little <laughs> denim
2: onesies delivering hot bread How much do you think it costs to get a loaf
0: One loaf, one baguette delivered by a hot fowler Can we please, under, I need to understand the parameters of the business So I go on the website Yes yep. I order a plain loaf of bread Yes, yes. Is it? The baguette, yes The baguette Let's, yeah, we'll, Baguette from a baguette <laughs> and, I can say that and But your listeners can't laugh at that I don't know Some of them can Some of them can <laughs> Does... Is it? Are we? Is it, it sort of looks like subway bread. Oh, yeah,
1: it's it's high, it's more high end than that. But no, I will too say,
2: much. you know. But I don't think that's it, where the cost is
1: coming from. No, through, no. You know what and I mean? I, I think this is we're entering reality here. Mm. America's got bad bread. <laughs> America, you've, you've said this about America before bre- American bread is bad, and it's like across the board, the standard's really low. There's a lot of sugar in it, and so it's remarkable when you get a good loaf. You're like. Oh, this is good bread. And if that loaf is coming hot. From a hot fella? From a hot fella. I mean, Hot Fellas, Anthony is either taking his after-ball or just giving these guys too long of a leash because he's in the kitchen being like, We're going on Drew Barrymore's talk show. And one of his hot guys is fucking injecting HGH into his thigh, being like, Yeah, my calves are underperforming. And it's like, This fucking rips.
2: So what cool. I love as well
0: is that Anthony has created a workplace environment where that would have normally been okay. Yeah. Like, what a remarkable boss. What's interesting about Hot Fellas as well is like, I guess the the loaf is a fella? Yeah. Like it does the, the well,
1: it's, name. It's, of it doesn't it's, it's really... on good it's good fellas. They've got the goodfellas uh, font on the hot Oh, Hotfellas. I never got the- that. I, I just think you really for mean. a second can we imagine because I think you're right I think Anthony would create a workplace where it's like yeah it's pretty chill you can like inject your HGH in the kitchen on the way through yeah and then he's the sort of temperamental boss who will show up one day and be like no more injections <laughs> yeah. in the kitchen like how are the staff talking about it you know like when they all walk off the job because they're like well if we're not allowed hormones then we're not
0: fucking <laughs> doing it. but the gays that work for him are so toxic as well like and that's what makes this place truly hum because <laughs> he, he has hired the worst gays in West Hollywood like or you know in America. Just the worst in New York. Like these guys are like horrible. These are the guys that block you on Grinder. They're <laughs> toxic. And they're Do, pro- these I've heard you describe uh, are these thoroughbreds? <laughs> what what is a thoroughbred? Oh, you know, just those gays that are just abs like, you know, body like they run Les Mills, you know. Right. They're just all over the place and they're they're, they're just horribly toxic. Um, so mean to women, so mean <laughs> to everyone, so mean to their own community. Um, but they'll, they'll definitely stand up there on a, a pride float and take, you know, and, and wave and talk about the struggles. But I just... know exact there was
2: a real life example of this at Johanna's um, comedy festival show. Some thoroughbreds started a fight with my sister-in-law, and almost they almost came to blows. Exactly,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and these the, are the guys park. that are being hired by Anthony, and he treats them like dog shit. And so yeah. it's perfect. It's a perfect. It's a perfect business. Model, and they're not like these these guys. You know they they'd be terrible employees. Yeah. As Anthony is a terrible employer. Yes, so it's yeah. all absolutely. Just kind that's, of but that's
2: that's what makes it all work, right? Yes. Is that he has to be. This tyrannical psycho they who would be constantly
0: everywhere, like
2: keeping them off balance, right? Yeah. The, the whole thing of like, no, you all must do GH, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. all must do G all the time to look as good as possible, and then one day I come in and be like, "There's no more injecting, there's no more exactly. hormone. You've got to keep a very destabilised <laughs> like, yeah, environment." You built that
1: locker with the needles in it, like you yeah. put that in here. Yeah, yeah. But in the in the world of this episode, this is all really good stuff because it frees us up to meet the Italian poet Giuseppe, yes. and it is. Honestly, when the episode sings is that entire little subplot, I think it was mostly written to incorporate Drew Barrymore and her show. Which it feels like it's all in service of that. Get. For who? For for
0: them. For the gays. I mean <laughs> <laughs> for me. For
2: me, for Chris. At that point I was watching it
0: and we see Drew Barrymore into the screen. And I thought, God, who is this show for? Because <laughs> <laughs> And do you think it's all for me? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Like, this was a show. Written for it was written for my mother, mm-hmm. and then for me to come in from behind and just be like, "You're wrong. It's for <laughs> me." <laughs> I because we would sit down as a family and watch Sex in the City, and wow, well, not as a family. So we'd be watching whatever was on before, which is like ER or something, which is some horrible, yeah. you know, like hospital trauma show. Yeah. And then the show would finish. If I knew if I sat still enough, yeah, I could get through the like. Mum would forget that I was in the lounge because you'd watch TV together. Yeah. It's
2: like Jurassic Park, well, and you're trying I- to. Yeah. Full the
0: T-Rex into thinking you weren't there Yeah, but i catch the first 15 minutes Can
2: I one ask me to bed.
1: I remember, you know, you we both grew up um, in Christchurch Yeah, We've discussed before having similar upbringings Yeah, What was it like for you when there was nudity on screen And you were with mum and dad?
0: It's thrilling, you know <laughs> Well, for me, thrilling Because, you know, like, it would be But it's weird because I wasn't, like, into the boobs And I'm sure mum and dad were like, oh, that's fine for him <laughs> Like, <laughs> It's probably good that he sees those at least once in his life. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, holding your,
1: holding your head clockwork, oranging
0: you through the tits. <laughs> but this sassy female-female dialogue is too much for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only enough we'll put for it on <laughs> mute and just fast forward to the scene with Charlotte. Too takes much Samantha off. is a bad influence on this kid. <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, every now and then, i be like, oh, Chris, it's bedtime. And i am be like, oh, you know, just, yeah. I get a glimmer into the Should, world. Have you
1: ever finished an episode? It sounds like you're constantly getting cut off by the no. work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have watched, I've watched the, um, I've been binging the series, like, just recently. But now, but now that the show is, you know, like, it's, they're writing it for me. They're writing it for <laughs> us gays in our 30s who are like, Sarah Jessica Pakistan's. And it's just like, it feels, it feels weird, but it feels right. Yeah. And that's when you know when Drew Barrymore was Drew, Drew Barrymore was on screen. You just like they truly are leaning into their gay audience. There it feels like, and have yeah. totally been like, okay, ladies, <laughs> take a second. Do you yeah. know anything about
2: who is writing it now? Like what this writers' room looks like for this show?
0: Well, they'll all be on strike now, won't they? Well, that's true.
1: They managed to get this out though. <laughs> I, I I still think it's a, a theory I floated at the start of the season. It's it's Mattress Paulette King, and like he's programmed several different. Uh, gender and sexual identities into artificial intelligence and oh, he's see. got he's got like you know ai that thinks it's a person spewing out these
0: scripts from a million <laughs> different perspectives right i think it's a whole bunch of people just saying yes you know, it's just they're like, <laughs> what if, what if is what if the, yes. what if the French, Italian poet has a huge cock and they're like, love it, and well, then it's down on the page. It's that, just down on the page. That, a lot of ideas, so many ideas. The, the, co- ideas the they're all good. plot
1: was so good. So yeah. Charlotte recruits Giuseppe from he's a he's right, sitting in a bookstore that she's in, and he's offering romance poems for a dollar. And, and the she goes. Pace
0: she, at the pace she spots him, yeah, it's like she is Nancy Drew. Like she's on the case already. Like yeah. without a moment, she's talking to Anthony. He's like, "I'm Andrew Barrymore." And All my gays are, are too hooked on G to be Andrew Barrymore. That's his issue. Yeah. And within a second, she spots this Italian yeah. poet in a card in a card store, no less. That's
1: right. And they have a, a fun little subplot where she's like, "I'll pay you three hundred dollars not to write a poem," and he's like, "I'm not going to fuck you, lady." <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. like that's not what I'm asking. And then he gets to the Drew Barrymore studio. They get him in the little hot fella's outfit, and his cock is enormous. Enormous. It's like the um that old Fifty Cent. Was it Fifty Cent? It was the game maybe? Did he even the enormous? There was, a, there was a photo of one of them like a. It was them and just their white jocks. Holt like spotlighting the cock, and the outline is like. Intimidating. It's
0: not only long, but this thing is thick. Yeah. This is—it's like a—it's like a loaf of bread. Like it's yeah. so big, and it's
1: just perfect because he—he—he he comes out in the outfit. He was like, "Well, that's what he's wearing," and he goes on, and then we get to watch Drew playing around, skirting around with fun with language. This guy, obviously, having a
2: massive cock that cannot be hidden inside. I didn't door. love this. I didn't love the objectification of Giuseppe because there was not a single moment on the episode from Giuseppe's perspective. Well, it's not for you, Tim. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless
0: companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes.
2: And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f***
0: are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass.
1: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
2: <laughs> he he really was an artist, is an
0: artist. Yeah. He is
2: a poet writing his no. poems, trying to, trying to make it chair? work, trying to put it together. The guy
0: writes shit poems. He's running right it doesn't up.
2: matter if they're bad. He's in a it doesn't card matter.
0: store. On, valent- on Just before Valentine's Day
2: Yeah, writing p- poems and, th- and I was like, yeah man, that's a guy doing his art He's got a big cock, fine But I feel like he's being exploited by Charlotte by Drew Barrymore, he, and soon by the entire population of America who's going to be bloody Instagram DMing him and, and accosting him. He said him. yes to that gig. He, he, he needed the money because yeah. he's a struggling artist. And then he says, Rosa are red, violets are blue. If you don't do this, I'm fucked.
1: He said, and, I'll and, kill myself, yeah, which and, is another
2: exploitative technique and then used says, against Giuseppe. That
1: doesn't rhyme, suggesting his understanding of poetry is that all of it must <laughs> rhyme. The guy can't write a fucking verse. <laughs> Yeah, we don't I, know that. We I don't agree. Know that. I thought
0: he was being ridiculous, and I was like, "He needs to hang along with Hot Fellas, and like let's see <laughs> where this business can go." And I was excited <laughs> for it, and I was immediately hungry for the spinoff of um Anthony. Oh God, I won that ha- Hot Fellas. I think truly, probably a more successful series. You know, it'd what be bit, amazing. Can, it'd be so fun. I,
2: it's, I think it, because you could put anyone and it would be one of these shows right where you've got this beautiful structure where like you've just just bit actors come in comedians can come, improvise and can come in do a thing Roll on Like it's just It's perfect I want it to be shot Like uh, a document I want yeah, it to be yeah, like same. A, a, An in kitchen documentary rest of
1: development Kind of style where it But really... it's like You know It's like an <laughs> undercover bot You know It's not that But it's like You're in the kitchen With them while they're Doing it all <laughs> so I, I want a yeah. confession cam From <laughs> Anthony yeah, All the yeah. time go, Oh
2: these fucking gays <laughs> yeah, In your yeah, gym yeah, yeah, You know yeah. like, I would
1: love it It
0: feels real you Yeah know? it's the bear season 3 the We're spin- just like it into the world Of Anthony And Hot fellas In New York Because
1: in the last episode i was speculating about how exciting it would be if they released all of shay diaz's oeuvre from the show for <laughs> oh, us to watch like yes. if we could watch the comedy concert if we could watch the full uh, uneared pilot and i thought it was interesting that like shay and miranda break up the episode before this and then shay like they all it's almost pointed because miranda we see miranda ignoring a phone call from shay you no know, okay but then next scene carrie and shay hanging out it's like hey so you know Shay and Miranda aren't together, but Shay's
0: still here. Yeah, that, yeah. Shay's in the show. Now that was interesting, eh? What do you yeah. think of that, Chris? I well, it's funny that they were like, let's bring Sh- Shay in. But I felt like it raises more questions around Carrie's yeah. allegiance yeah. to yeah. Miranda. Miranda. But I guess then Carrie knows well, that, Shay that, through the podcast. For, and it
1: well, for your reference, yeah, yes. And in the last episode, uh Carrie lent on Shay for support in a <sighs> public speaking event. And so their friendship has been consolidated outside of the Miranda-Shea dynamic. They did go together. They did go while Miranda and Shea were still
2: together. I think there should be a moratorium. In the wake of the breakup It's you, too
0: soon Beyond that Just to hear some defence for Carrie uh, <laughs> You know You can see why I feel the way I do And it, um, Just to see you, Just to I'm, almost feel Your voice begin to raise I was offering context <laughs> No, you were defending, a defending. You were defending it's a perfect a woman. You were defending a perfect woman <laughs> And you can't deny the spell That Sierra Jessica Parker has laid on you
1: it, there is a spell I'm not going to know she, that Shay's got a spell on me too
0: She just breathes through every scene And I just There's something about her hair And it's kind of like <laughs> Fucking hell It's just long and just fucked up And she's like I'm going <laughs> to throw this fucking nonsense hat on And I'm going to wear like four types of plaid And I'm just like Yeah you fucking psycho I love you I love you about the worst puns you've ever heard in your life I just constantly think about Like I would say once a year, since maybe the age of fourteen, like Carrie. Oh, well, sorry. I mean, who is who? But Sarah Jessica Parker being in New Zealand, and it's my job to show her around. <laughs> and I'm like, what is the Auckland I would show my friend around? Like, I drive her around I'd and go just...
1: straight to the airport and get a rental car for Matthew Broderick.
0: <laughs> He's not getting a car, is he? <laughs> they do say Ireland and New Zealand <laughs> looks very similar. <laughs> But she has been here because I think she's got a wine here, where Graham Norton yeah, made well, wine. Do you
1: know? I actually saw a billboard that said um,
0: "I'm on my way" or something. Yeah, there was a... There Shut was up.
1: A, yeah, and then also uh, the we got a social media piece of correspondence that she's she's holding an umbrella. I think it might be in an upcoming episode, which has the Awe design, like a you know a, a New Zealand artist has designed the the umbrella. So Is that like a little
2: bet signal to the tourism board for well,
1: I, don't know she, I don't know if she's coming here. I think I think she's released a fragrance here,
0: but she did think, a wine too. Yeah, a great. Does that
2: mean she relate? She released a fragrance for New Zealand. Well, she, yeah, or <laughs> that they, doesn't seem right to no, me. There was, there was just like
1: bespoke advertising, she's which was like, with get, us. was like get ready to get carried away, or New Zealand, are you ready for this? And uh, it was a serious kid packed. Why product.
0: didn't I see that? Okay.
1: It's on a bill I saw it like two days ago It was on a
0: billboard Where? Oh so this is current yeah. uh,
2: Maybe she is coming here Maybe she's got some stuff to promote The vino The smell Where will you take her?
0: <laughs> Mission Bay <laughs> Yeah I would want to give her um, A taste of I think we'd end Okay So We arrive <laughs> And who is uh, you're, William's this is, for breakfast Yeah uh, Down and we'd walk around the waterfront
2: where, where for breakfast sorry? William's eatery Okay
0: Um, You know It's, it's an exciting brunch And we'd walk around the waterfront And uh, we just—I don't know—just start slow, and then like, oh, let me take you to K Road. And so we drive up to Karangahape Road, and I—we walk around there, and she's shopping. Yeah, she would vintage, thrifting. She's like, oh, we, we do this in New York, but it is fun to do it in New Zealand. And then um, oh, probably—I mean—they always end up in P But I know that she wouldn't want to do Hobbiton which I like, because I always think about when Lizzo's. Like, like R.I.P. Yeah, but you know When these stars go to Hobbiton And I'm like They went to Matamata Mata as yes, well And yeah. that's crazy <laughs> Yeah, baby. I know Did yeah. they see the Paper Plus? Like, yeah. what the heck? Like, they saw the real New Zealand Yeah Um, And then Yeah, I think I'd probably Take it down Dominion Road Or something Yeah like that would be A really fun evening And we'd just be eating and chatting And it wouldn't be much <laughs> But I think it would be real I
2: think that's actually As good as Auckland Basically gets Yeah maybe Unless like you leave Because the the, rec- the recommendations When you come to Auckland Are always to leave Auckland a bit So it's always like Go to Pihar It's like cool That's close to Auckland Or go to Hobbiton Cool That's not in Auckland She
0: loves the bustle of the city though. I mean she this is the thing is These stars are from like the, They are from big cities So when they come to New Zealand They want to experience like
2: Take you to a Commercial Bay Show her a mall
0: Show her a really yeah, nice mall commercial. Take it to Rickett and Mall In Christchurch <laughs> oh,
2: Take it to Granny Mays <laughs> Is <laughs> Granny Mays still there? Mm, no Haven't been back, no Surely they tr- not They decades. turned to What's
0: Wild For a while uh, Anyway Granny Mays
2: had a real That's got a real position Granny In
0: Maze, my
1: mind Granny Mays To try and articulate it For anyone who didn't Grow up in Christchurch At the same time as us It was like a It's a store in a mall It's like a novelty store it's not exclusively it's novelty. It's almost where, a joke shop. It's where you'd buy, like, stuff. yeah, it's, it's cushions. lots of gift sort of things, like you buy an inflatable
0: chair. But my boys, you know why you were there. The Naughty Adults Corner. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, uh, indeed. don't skip over that little detail. <laughs> you were buying mugs with boobs on them. There were mugs you were, with boobs. They were getting yeah, a with boobs. For, uh, for your dad. <laughs> <laughs> It's an 11 year old My mum was buying them for me Being like Have a look at those <laughs> What do you think of this What do you think of this mug <laughs>
1: What do you think About these big tits Chris <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or you'd buy like a mug That would like You put the hot water in And it would evaporate And then something sexy Would be Yeah, underneath. yeah. That's a classic eh? But I did it And it was saying, the, You're gay And I was like <laughs> Immediately felt some cold water This mug is an oracle <laughs> Smash it <laughs> Imagine if that's How you found out
1: Or, or like you'd think You're how gay How did you know You were mug? gay Well
0: there was a mug Actually at Granny May's <laughs> um, That was one of those Heat transparency ones
2: Can I get us back To the episode About something Yeah. And I'm skipping forward To the very last bit Please Because Carrie and Aiden, so it's been teased at the. It's actually been teased prior to this because Mm. what. Decent's the trailer. What the. Email is that you're seeing Chris at the start is a reply. Carrie initiated this. She emailed him. She yeah. emailed him. So in the last episode. She wrote it and then it was just sitting on her desktop for a while. And why, she why um, did she think she argued she oh, discussed. I'll email Aiden. They were talking about exes. People were talking she was about She said about something. Not, oh, she went to WidowCon. She went to a convention for widows. And 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 it was actually it turned out mm. fine. But at the end of it, she was she had this very sort of um Beautiful reading of her book Where she talked about the fact that the grief doesn't go away But you become a bigger person That sort of it encompasses
0: a smaller part of you as a whole The book feels real to me, by the way Because I yeah. asked you mid-episode Is the book a smash hit? <laughs> and what did we say? <laughs> she's on the grind yeah. said. <laughs> <She's>,
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's a real part of the season Carrie's on the grind She's Pilotic working book. And I she's thought, God, not book. even
0: Carrie can save the book industry And it's just, you know, like it just feels that that's how immersed I am, I guess, in the universe of this. I just, I would, I'm like, I bet the book would be amazing. The book to is read. the fourth gap. You would girl. have
1: actually, there's a part at the start of episode six that you will love where Carrie's getting interviewed to promote the book by an influencer who hasn't read it and doesn't care. Oh, yeah, it's very good. Oh. Gen Z. It's, oh,
0: anyway, yeah. so listen. They do Gen Z well on this show. Aiden's oh, so at you at don't end. like That means you don't like Gen Z. <laughs> Aiden, yeah, that is true. <laughs> no. That, no. You're like the mug. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what were you saying? Um, Aiden <laughs> and Carrie go on a date after a little bit of a um, muck around with at neighbouring the restaurants. Door, they yep, think they've classic. stood each other up. Then they come together. They have an amazing dinner you'd together. Think, you'd
0: think SJP or Carrie would know New York. You yeah. know how yeah. to find yeah. the Bloody right word. restaurant. And so they
2: connect. We're going back to Carrie Bradshaw's OG TV series apartment. And Aiden suddenly, when he steps out of the cab, is overwhelmed with this. Harmful nostalgia of their relationship and memories of all the pain that it wrought, and 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 all the damage that Carrie has done to him. Because
0: he was going to buy, he bought the apartment next door. He was going to knock a wall down, and they were going to like live oh together. My uh, oh. Then he did the flaws oh my and, god! Oh my god! Then they decided it wasn't going to work. So I oh.
2: loved that moment because the Aiden thing have been teased like across two episodes now. Long drawn out And then So they get out And they have this, this it, it, Aiden calls it, He turns the tap off He's like I cannot do this It's too painful The memories The damage we've done to each other I can't revisit this And now to be in the physical location Where all it happened It's just too much And I was like Whoa
0: And he is wearing a jacket That looks like he is in the American Civil War <laughs> While delivering this It is beautiful. I think it looks good It's crazy But the jury was out yeah. but he is Arty it's, it's, he's got tell long you what, hair, so he pulls it off. It, he's he, his grown his hair out,
1: and it, it's um, it accentuates his fantastic
2: figure. After yeah. going from these fucking everyone, everyone looks good. Everyone, I do good think that men show. get to
0: a certain age and they think, oh, I reckon I could do more with my jackets. You know, they start putting on wackier and wackier jackets. Yeah, and it's sort of around that age and age bracket. You know, you it's just, like what Carrie does with hats. Well, she was always fucking around with hats. That's uh, always been okay.
1: That's good to know because the hats drive me fucking crazy. <laughs> like, I actually
0: thought, God, it is great to see someone who is making a statement with a hat, but has the confidence to pull it off. Yeah, she's a powerful woman. Oh, and a lot she's of those nuts. hats are wearing her. I'm telling <laughs> you, no, you are wrong, sir. You are <laughs> wrong. Done. Take. That back. <laughs> You haven't seen the hats yet. You don't know what I'm talking about. She's always wearing crazy hats. Uh, yeah But she pulls
2: them off anyway. <laughs> they they it, it, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. There's too much hurts off. Yeah, but yeah, it's then beautiful. And I was like, oh my God, we went from storylines about Charlotte accidentally eating weed brownies like this is Animal House 2023. And Mm. like all these other not like, you know, Hot Fellas and the Drew Barrymore TV show and all these nonsense kind of storylines are just a bit of fun to this. This is real emotional heft. We're dealing with trauma from past relationships. Yeah, And then they just turn it off like a light switch where Aiden goes, oh, wait a minute. We can go to a hotel and fuck there. And then it's all on. I'm like, no. no you had that. something. He you or- had a sense of loss. You had like, there were real stakes. It was, it was like, that was the first time the show has truly, truly like drawn me in and oh, gone, wow. some shit might not happen for Carrie here. And I was like, whoa. No, I think and he's like did.
0: the chemistry between us. Like, we, you cannot deny we what we are, but I need... To acknowledge the hurt. But wouldn't it we call be so times? much more meaningful if it uh, didn't Tim, happen? Tim,
1: careful what you wish for. I mean, we've got... Eight, nine, ten, eleven, four episodes left. Oh, this yeah. relationship is not going to be straightforward. They aren't skating. It's exciting us. to see each other. But it's there nice would have the sex. There been the moment. That would have been the uh, moment. Because it's like Carrie's lost her husband. People She's... would go fucking crazy if they didn't, if they didn't fuck.
2: If I didn't just walked out, yeah. if he showed up. Good. Oh
0: no. You cannot reply to the email.
2: Henry Ford her- once said if I asked the people what they wanted, they would tell me. A faster horse The viewers of And Just Like That Don't know what they want The riders give them What they need (laughs) More hot fellas
0: (laughs) No He He replied Because he knew That it was always Gonna Like you know That they are There is something Undeniably Great about the two of them together. Yeah. They love each other. You can tell they love each other. Mm. God, these actors can act well together too. The scene, they are just like Chemistry's oh, there. Oh, they're just yeah. <laughs> to each other the whole way through. Then his click. Do you remember that? Yes. Who goes? The last just, ten years feel like, and it was like it echoed. It was amazing.
1: Shit, that was hitting you in the
0: right in the guts. Oh, eh? I was, that's beautiful. I was in the palm um, of uh, his. You're his, his, in the palm of his hand. <laughs> I was woodworking, tough woodworking. I was hands. in the
1: nape of her tits. Uh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> <laughs> just I'm weary We've got to we've got to wind in the rest of his
0: wacky jacket. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was at the tip of his penis. We're got to wind this <laughs> up. Uh, so let's share some
2: shining lights. I can go first yep, if you'd please. like. I'll be very brief. It was just seeing Drew Barrymore because I forgot. She's actually an actor An amazing (laughs) cameo She was really good
0: And that would have been The day on set as well Like God I forget Drew can act They were all saying that Yeah yeah yeah
2: But she's an actor That was her You know that's her thing She's great
0: She's brilliant isn't it And isn't it funny That it's just like Like Drew Barrymore Existed in the universe, at the same time as Sex and the City, they would they would never have been a crossover. Yet here Absolutely. we are now. Well, there's a whole Tony collided. Danza
2: thing as well, mm. which I, I it's you should watch the rest of the season. It's very wild be. what they choose to grab from the real the, world the, we live yeah. in and pull into their orbit. I'd love to,
1: I mean, I'd love to see an actor's round table, but it's just the stars who have imagine, cameoed on the season of
2: Just Like That. Imagine and just Miranda, about... Miranda Hobbs runs for governor of New York, just as a so weird uh, to, to further, multiverse to, thing. To further confuse us. Uh, My
1: Shining Light was actually, and I, I got to shout it out because he got a bit of a hard time in the last episode, but Herbert Wexley, oh, actually it's not, it's, I don't think it's his line, but uh, they're having trouble. Their oldest son is dating someone who seems to be... Uh, horny basically and lisa told weeks he's having a hard time giving up her son or this you know sense of ownership it's a bit of a, a, a running point and at one point uh he comes in and he says great news my girlfriend's parents have booked us a hotel for valentine's day and lisa told weeks like absolutely not and he's like well what about you stay here you can come you can stay here we're going out for dinner it's going to be perfect and then he's like okay and leaves and then lisa told weeks is like <laughs> she says i wrote it down hey um Call him back because you forgot to tell him to fucking fuck our bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Brilliantly
0: delivered. It's and funny it, that the ones who are having sex in this city really are the kids. Well, I mean, you say that, but what did you say to me when we were driving here? You
1: were reflecting on the first episode. You said, I cannot get this out of my head. What was the vision?
0: It was. Miranda and use the words you use. And Shay. Rutting, did I say? Rutting <laughs> inside that spa pool. I've not
2: heard that vo- that verb for a, a hot
0: minute. I still kind of get flashes of it. It was just, and also, is that the, also the episode where? Oh, maybe I watched the beginning of episode two where Miranda is getting out of the float tank. Yeah, that was oh, very so yeah. <laughs> Oh, that, they, it was heartbreaking. That was amazing stuff. That, yeah, She's not only freeing the nipple; I mean, that, she is freeing the her kid, vagina. The, kid, the
1: kids are horny, but they have pointedly like this is a this season. This was a less horny episode. Is it's it's fuck city Yeah it's They've really put the sex back in Well and sex just isn't like, a taboo anymore So now you've got to go yeah.
2: full horn on this show And now Chris And just sh- like that We were up to Chris's shining my light My
0: shining light Would be oh, There's so much But I, I think weirdly It would be Charlotte And I think she's getting A hard time in this reboot I do think like, The acting Has been pretty Sort of Melodramatic mm. Bordering on pantomime Yes However, the scene, the very first scene where they're sitting down together on those very cushioned seats and she's just driving this scene along about it's Valentine's Day and, and I'm just like, I would love to live in Charlotte's head. You know, it's... it. And you know, it's just like she had a stroke and she's like, Oh, Harry, I'm having a stroke. Like, she she's be- not having a stroke, by the way. She just doesn't know she's eating a weed brownie. But it's just like nothing really hits her on a level that feels like it actually harms her because she knows she's come out on top. Like she's yeah. so happy she's got everything she wants. And like she's going through pain and struggle or whatever, but it doesn't. Seems to really fuck her up, and so you, it's the kind of world I want to live your in. Your
1: shining light <laughs> is the concept of Charlotte. Yeah, the invincibility <laughs> the, of her the in the show, the lightness with which she carries herself through life. Yeah, but
0: I just thought it was kind of weirdly her episode.
1: She, I mean, I've I've called it familiar in the season. I think she's having a bit of a renaissance. She's showing social development. She's getting agency back through her work. It is it. It's Charlotte is kind of she is quietly uh, proving to be a bit of an engine in the yes. season.
0: Yes, I think Miranda's sort of. Oh.
1: Miranda only just got her power back through the demise of her relationship with yeah. Shane,
0: but even now she's sort of in that self-loathing breakup space where Charlotte's sort of, sort of you know, almost thought she was having a stroke, but she. Knows in that moment She's got to get back Into that job She got the clarity yeah. To and she rejoin had to the have art the gallery stroke. Isn't that funny <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny how life actually, Isn't it funny She actually had like to Have the weed brownie I think she was having A stroke To actually realise That she needed To go back to work Wow Chris it's been An absolute pleasure Having you on Thank you so much
2: Thanks for having me And I'm sorry For ruining Potentially like Four episodes of the show For and you if you haven't you already know.
1: And you live in New Zealand Check out Double Parked Chris's oh, fantastic I sitcom have.
0: That he right. Wrote Yeah And show ran um, so it, it's fantastic. It's, it's kind of my and just like that. It is you could in a say. way. <laughs> it's on three now,
1: and if you live abroad, um, well, I would never. Encu- it out. I would never no, encourage no. you to find an illegal way to watch it. Hell no. We would never want that. Anyhow, thank you so Thanks much for Chris. having me,
0: boys. This has been the best afternoon of my life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and just like that, it's the worst idea of all time. And just like that. They're at it again, and they're having such a gay old time. And just like that, they're back. Got Montgomery and Timothy back. And just like that, it's the worst idea of all time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince
2: has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,